0: Yo, yeah, well, what's going on everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Discover You. Happy to be back in this space with y'all. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and rocking with us on this day. We are your host, I am Coach Ant. Join with the uh, the industrious, Coach Ash. Coach Ash, what's going on with you?
1: Industrious. Industrious. <laughs> Cause I you a mean... high eye. you all the way industrious. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, man. Uh, feeling good. Feeling great. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Man,
0: fun fact. Did you know that uh it is currently persimmon season?
1: I did not know that. I think that I don't like those. Oh, the orange, the orange boys. They're like orange with like mm-hmm. the green tops. And they have all those little seeds in them.
0: They don't, I don't want to say they're little seeds. They're like these kind of like bigger than apple seeds. You mm. think about something different.
1: Bigger than apples? Not bigger than,
0: for sure bigger than apples. And then they have bigger seeds than apples too. But uh, something that's happening in my life is around every October, November, it turns into persimmon season. So we, I'm very fortunate. I'm happy that my, family saw fit to plant a persimmon tree so in our backyard there's a persimmon tree just rocking and growing over there swaying with the wind and it just produces on an ongoing basis and it is persimmon season so persimmons on the table persimmons
1: uh persimmons out here Mm. yeah no i was thinking about something else they look like little um little halloween uh where was the pumpkins they look like baby pumpkins
0: baby pump, i think you're thinking about uh the cuties clementines
1: <laughs> no no i'm saying the persimmons look like baby pumpkins. oh i got you i got you i got you yeah yeah no i've had clementines so i haven't yeah. had persimmons though i don't think so i feel like you should bring some how long oh, does yeah. this season last like three weeks maybe three weeks uh-huh. a month I don't know. I'm not gonna be back until like November. Maybe like two months, something like that. Oh, okay. All right, we got time now. <laughs> you
0: get a chance to try it. Yeah,
1: that's a vibe right there.
0: You know what the craziest thing is? Uh, something I've observed is when there's persimmon season comes around, there also uh, <laughs> there's a lot of relatives that I haven't seen in a while. They kind of kind of up the woodworks. Like, hey, how you doing? We should we should come <laughs> over. Like, we should we haven't seen each other in the longest time. And it just so happens when they stop by, this they bring their the extra large bag of a. Uh, oh, we just so happen to have this bag. Maybe we should fill it with some persimmons.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. Fair or foul though. I mean, they know what it is. They know where to get it from. Oh, that's foul all day. I don't. It does not matter if you call
0: it fair or foul. Know where it is. Know where to get it from. They, they being smart, strategic about it. They saving money about it. Nah, that's foul all day. I mean, but
1: would you eat all of the persimmons if no one came to get some?
0: You know what the thing is. It's one thing to give it away joyfully. It's another thing to be asked for it <laughs> and feel pressured to give like, oh, let me give you two, uh... let me give you three, just because you're asking. Because we, we, we share the same cousin's cousin or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's foul all day. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but y'all let's uh let's go and hop right back into it so today uh we're pulling from a concept from the um eta live experience that we had gone to at least three weeks back at this point and we're still out here debriefing this thing because that's how deep it was and there was an individual that went by the name of Jesse itzler um uh, founder slash seller of marquee jets a uh, rapper has had rap albums created his own music career music industry um sold songs for sports teams married the oh, v- owner oh, go co-owner ahead. co-owner yeah, yeah. of the Atlanta Falcons and married married to the CEO of female CEO of Spanks right pretty big company when it comes to uh the fitness fitness gear for females um, and males as well, right? But he shared something, and it's he shared it with so much depth that we had to bring it to the people listening. He shared this idea that pressure is a privilege. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Pressure is a privilege. Coach asking, we have some initial thoughts on that? What does that even mean to you?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, something that comes to mind is – too much is given, much is required. And so, mm. a lot of times, you know, we see things, we see people doing other things, we see people, you know, at a specific point in their career, and we're like, oh man, we want that. But we don't necessarily mm. know everything that it took to get to that one space mm. that they're in and what it takes on a daily basis to be able to maintain and continue to elevate. And have more moments or spaces um, where it's like they're seen and and somebody is like, oh, I want I want that or I want to be that or I want to be I want to have that opportunity.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's deep right there. Um, What do you think it is about it? Because I've definitely been in those situations as well, maybe whether it's like a relationship or maybe it's a a physical item or maybe it's a, a physical character trait. Uh, What do you think it is about it? It was like, we just see something like, oh, we want that. Like, we don't really know about the surrounding inputs that had gone into it, but we over here looking at the output, the result, and we're like, oh, we want that.
1: Yeah, Uh, I think not being, not appreciating the process, not being grateful for, you know, where you are in the moment on your journey and thinking that you know, someone else's journey is supposed to be, or that your journey is supposed to be like someone else's journey. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. Even when I think about, you know, the success habits of millionaires, when they talk about their routine being one of the most important things that they do on a daily and a consistent basis, And if I'm thinking like, okay, I wanna be successful. It's like, how much do I value my routine? How much effort am I putting into making sure that my routine reflects what it is that I'm trying to accomplish? And um, how do I make that shift to where I see and I'm aware of what it takes to be able to be successful or be in that space? And I'm constantly doing something on a daily basis that works towards mastering that type of success.
0: you know, the thing is, I think you, you highlighted something. I want to unpack it just a little bit right here. But you said, we have to identify the steps required in order to have that result. And I think one of the challenges that we kind of run into is we don't really know and we don't really have the know-how, who to reach out to, like what to look for, questions to ask about, what is actually required behind something? Um, and I'm just thinking about it from like a like a, a physical perspective. <laughs> I want a six-pack. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Coach Ash. I want a six-pack. But I don't know what it physically takes, so what I need to sacrifice in order to go get a six-pack. Um, I think I'm like in this bliss moment right now.
1: Yeah. What do you think? I think that you do know or you can find out. But the question is, are you willing to sacrifice it? Because you can you can Google right now. What does it take to get a six pack? It's going to tell you, you know, diet, consuming certain foods. So you're going to be on a strict nutritional intake, exercising X amount of times per week, and maybe specifically doing certain exercises. So I don't think that it's the lack of not knowing or the lack of knowledge, because we live in the information age.
0: It's mm. the
1: lack of, I have the information that's needed. But am I willing to willing enough to discipline myself? Am I willing enough to sacrifice and do exactly what it says to be able to obtain what it is that I want? Yeah. Most of the time we're not myself included.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. So taking this, taking this concept of a uh, exposure, consistency as well as sacrifice and bringing it back to this concept of pressure as a privilege, right, kind of like the topic of today's podcast pressure as a privilege. Um, how does this, Where do you see some of this overlap? Or how do you see this applying to maybe your own life when it comes to sacrifice, as well as doing what it takes in order to uh, kind of achieve what you want to be able yeah. to embrace that pressure and seeing it as a privilege?
1: Yeah, one of the things that I'll say um, when I started the year off and we purchased um, this investment property, and I knew that it was going to be the first of uh, one or two purchases um, at least for the year I was hoping to get more in, but uh, that didn't go quite as planned. But I knew that like I'm going to have to stop traveling as much. Like I'm not going to be able to take as many trips out the country. I aim for at least three trips out the country a year. And so and it's kind of crazy that my priorities when it came to um, investing and like my finances was what actually slowed me down versus, you know, that we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's a whole, a whole different story, though. But yeah, that's crazy. right? There. But <laughs> I knew that I needed to make a sacrifice and make a commitment uh, to myself and to my business partners that. I'm going to ensure that right now I'll be in a financial situation to be able to support whatever it is that I need to support when it comes to the real estate investments. And so um, up until next month, um, that'll be my first trip out the country. And this is something that I planned for and actually like um, purchased uh, in 2019. So this was even before. I had made the intentional commitment to not to make the sacrifice to not do any travel outside of the country um, unless mm. it was for work. Mm.
0: And so, right. yeah, so if, I, if I understand you correctly, right, the pressure that I'm seeing is the sacrifice made of not traveling outside of the country. And that's the sacrifice that you had made. What's And that puts a bit of a pressure on you. You want to do something, but you're placing pressure on yourself to not travel in order to achieve something. What is on the other side of that pressure for you? Pressure is a privilege. We don't just apply
1: pressure for the sake of applying pressure. Like, what is on the other side of that pressure for you? I think when it comes to the, the privilege aspect, being able to be in a situation where Um, even though the process isn't what I expected, even though it's not going the way that I anticipated, I'm still able to navigate the situation. I'm still able to learn from the situation. I'm still able to appreciate the pressure of identifying how am I going to make this work? How am I going to make it happen? How am I going to uh, you know, do my best with the situation to be able to get, you know, the ultimate best outcome.
0: Yeah, that's a really good, that's a big point right there. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about this process of just like, pressure is a privilege. Um, it makes me think about some of the individuals who have made significant impacts, in the world, um, one of the people I'm thinking about is Martin Luther King, Jr. Like we have a national holiday for this man. <laughs> yeah. His journey was far from easy, though. Right. Just from the in the racism that he experienced, even internal um, people that were possibly rocking with him. And now there's like internal pressures being torn apart about which direction to go. Um, But he has a holiday, like he had to overcome something. He had to do something that hadn't been done before, something that was way outside of his comfort zone. Um, Somebody that was a preacher, now turned into a civil rights leader, just leading people. Um, I think if a person is gonna make an impact, like a significant impact, there has to be a sense of pressure on them. Like they have to be able to carry something other people cannot carry.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, I I, I don't know. How does that resonate? with you like, what is, what are these pressures? What are some of these pressures people can start to put on themselves um, to kind of get stronger?
1: I mean, I think just in terms of, you know, when we look at different leaders, uh, you know, even, you know, when it comes to Ian, he's talking about, you know, before when they weren't paying such a high ticket amount for him to come in and speak, there wasn't as much pressure. But now because, you know, his fee is what his fee is, he's more so under the microscope to where like he can't mess up. He can't, um, you know, uh, there can't be any mishaps. And so I think that's, a good relations to, you know, the pressure being a privilege because he's worked. This is what, you know, he's been working for his career. And so he gets to this point where, um, you know, it's a it's a good space to be in to where the pressure is a privilege and diamonds are made out of pressure.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, that's something I really wanted to emphasize is that last point right there. The Diamonds, you need to apply pressure in order to make a diamond. Um, yes, I'm just, I'm stuck on this concept of having to carry something that other people can't carry. Like for y'all that don't know ET, Eric Thomas is the number one motivational speaker in the world. He is a PhD, um, high school dropout was out on the streets, um, homeless for a certain period of time. That's a heavy burden. (laughs) that's a heavy burden. You know, I, I think there's, I think something comes a, a portion of the, the privilege that comes with the pressure. Um, it's the opportunity. Yeah. But I think the pressure also, it can break some people, but it can also make some people that if you come yeah. out on the other side that you've been made, you've been strengthened. Um, but I've definitely experienced and seen certain situations where people are broken by the pressure
1: Yeah. And I think uh, just in terms of uh, the concept that you're trying to relate to, when I think about my experience with real estate and, you know, this temporary situation that I'm in, like it could I could be in a space where I allow it to define me from the sense of like pretty much proving everybody, uh, especially when it comes to my family. Right. They don't necessarily believe. And so my responsibility and the pressure that I have is to be able to let them know like it's possible you can you know um, create generational wealth you can create Mm -hmm. passive income from investing in real estate and so if I allow this one situation to define the like what it is my experience just in general um i mean thankfully i have two properties so i have two different experiences but if i allow this one situation to deter me from actually allowing them to see and believe that it's true like that's something that it could it could break me if i allowed it to
0: Mm, i think something deep um is this concept of it doesn't just affect the present situation or the present, um, the people currently around you, but there's a longitudinal effect of it as well. Like if you are broken, the people looking at you, it may reinforce this thought process inside oh, yeah. Way. Oh, Generational wealth, that thing is a scam. That's not for us. That's not for me. There's no one that looks like me that's doing it. Um, but it can also have the opposite effect too. If you are created, you turn into a diamond throughout the process of like, Oh, I saw that person going through something. That's someone I grew up with. Like, Oh shoot. They actually made it happen. Like I can do it myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I agree completely. And I, and I know that even when I got into this, um, or even just you know having the thought about it years ago, like it was never about me. Like yeah, I'm going to be able to be someone who's directly impacted and affected by the choices that I'm making with investing in real estate, but it was more so to be able to show my family like, hey, there's another way than going to a job and you know working for somebody every day, and not to say that that. It's wrong, but just giving another perspective, another option, because at the end of the day, like you can't do that for your whole life. So you have to figure out something else.
0: Yeah. Talk about that, though. Uh, Talk about that, because right now you're talking about it from a, a, again, the longitudinal perspective. What's on the other side of this pressure for you? Like if this real estate thing works out for you, when this real estate thing works out for you, what is that vision you've painted for yourself?
1: Yeah, man, just being able to to remove poverty mindsets like that's really one of the main things, like just providing belief that whatever it is that you want, like you can obtain. Um, And it's not even specifically from a financial standpoint, you know, just being able to have peace of like, okay, I want to wake up like today. I woke up and this is what I want to do. Having the personal and the financial freedom to be able to live your life on your terms and not somebody else's. Mm,
0: yeah, that's good right there. That's good right there, Coach Ash. Um Jeez, I feel like we we touched base on this concept, of pressure as a privilege. Is there anything that you wanna wanna final thoughts on this concept of prefer pressure as a privilege before we wrap on up over here?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say now that uh, I'm excited to look back on this episode and to listen to, you know, the temporary challenges that I was going through and how me not allowing the pressure to break me, me not allowing the pressure to uh, discourage me from continuing to invest and invest in real estate and, uh, you know, what that's going to allow me and my family to experience Yeah, and then my final thought on this is
0: this idea that pressure is going to be uncomfortable. Um, as you're, as a person is going through it, it's going to be uncomfortable any way that you slice it. But the privilege comes from I applying a meaning behind the pressure that's being applied onto you. Like this is happening and this is what's going to be on the other side. If a person is able to keep track of that, it just puts more meaning behind the work that they're doing, whatever sacrifices they're making, whatever pressure they're currently experiencing or feeling. Jeez. Um, Coach Ash, I think we're good. How are you feeling right now?
1: Yep, yep. <laughs>
0: awesome. So y'all, thank you so much for rocking with us on this episode of Discover You. Uh, we are your host, Coach ash as well as coach and so until next time uh let's go let's grow blessings on blessings and let's win let's win